Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. This is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. On today's episode, I am coming to you from uh, wild Wyoming. So uh, I'm, I'm sitting here in the Jackson Hole, Wyoming airport, getting ready to make my way home. I'll have a, a short little trip to Salt Lake City and about a four-hour layover, which, you know, kind of a bummer, but uh, I'll probably get, get a bunch of work done, and then uh, make my way to Detroit and then uh, probably get in around midnight, stay at my dad's house just because I don't want to drive that late, and then finally get home on Saturday. So uh, anyway, I'm kind of in this reflective mode, you know, so I've spent a week out here in Idaho and Wyoming. I've done a lot of stuff. I've I've gotten a lot of writing done, um, definitely a lot of study and reflection time, Uh, spent a lot of time out in nature. Uh, The way that the, the place that I was staying, this cabin is set up is that there's tons of, of windows. Um, and even when I was inside working, because it was a little chilly or windy, I had all the windows open and, and was able to just feel like I was outside all the time. So, uh, it's definitely been a good week. Um, and as I was thinking about what I've done this week and, and what I've learned, I thought, Oh, this would be a good podcast because one of the things that I like to help people understand is, you don't learn from, let's say, studying in a book or even listening to a podcast. You really don't learn anything. You might be entertained, right? Uh, some of you, you're like, oh, I just love to hear your stories and you like entertainment. That's awesome. But real learning in life comes from when you reflect on your experience. So I have learned uh, many, many, many years ago that every time I do something like this, that's that's a little bit different than the the normal per se, before you transition to the next thing, take some time to really reflect. And then, you know, I typically don't wait till I get home to do it because honestly, once I get home and, and sometimes, you know, you have a, a rough reentry and uh, I might not get that reflection time done. So for me, it's really important that I do the reflection before I leave that environment. And the reflection part helps you understand what did I love about this experience? What did I learn about this experience? If I were to do this again, what would I do um, the same or different or, um, you know, what other experiences like this might I want to have in the future. So I'm going to share a few of the things that I've learned about myself uh, that that uh, I think are, are key insights for me, obviously, uh, but then to show some of you who have questions all the time about how do you use the power of reflection. So I'm going to kind of talk you through that process. This definitely is a change your thinking, change your life kind of thing, because when you become very familiar with the process of reflecting and making a simple action plan to move forward, that's literally how you continue to grow and progress throughout life. Um, I put on Facebook, I think it was yesterday, something, um, there was a a quote that really kind of grabbed me and it basically said that habit is a hell that people um, choose to kind of stay in because they, they don't want to... Um, continue to change in their life, right? And and so that that's why we use the power of reflection. Even if you have a good habit, you know, that, that was a lot of comments. A lot of people were like, oh, yes, but I have all these great habits. That's great. When was the last time you sat and thought about those great habits? Maybe those great habits have transitioned into not so great habits. And unless you use the power of reflection, you will never know if it's a good habit for you or not. All right. So what have I learned throughout this process? 
Um, I've definitely, uh, maybe it's not a learning, just a confirmation to listen to my intuition. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast, but uh, basically how I ended up here um, many months ago, um, maybe even March or April, I had a dream. And I don't typically remember my dreams, but this dream had a picture of a cabin and it was like flat ground in a valley with a river by it. There were some trees and mountains in the background. And I was like, wow, that's beautiful. Um, and it was so vivid. And I remembered it when I woke up and I was like, wow, that's, that's interesting that I would remember that. And then I kind of went about my day and I was sitting there doing my study in the morning and uh, I had a new book that I was going through. And typically when I go through a book the first time, I'll, if there, I'll flip through to kind of see, are there any pictures? And I'll just look at the pictures and then I'll start reading. Well, this book only had one picture in the whole book. And that picture, guess what? It was a black and white version of the same exact picture I had in my dream. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And I went through and, and uh, read the caption and it said, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And I was like, wow, okay, you got my attention universe, right? Like, I don't know what to do with that, but you know, wow, that, that's a really cool thing to happen. Well, then later on that day in the afternoon, uh, once the sun came out, I was on my walk and I got this very clear message. You are supposed to go to Jackson Hole, Wyoming and gave me the date, September 13th through the 17th get out there. And I was like, what? Okay. So I came home and I I was like, all right, let's see if, you know, that works out. Went ahead and made my airline reservation and realized that um, because of all the points and everything I have for all this other travel, that it was very low cost for the trip. Um, And then I was like, okay, where am I going to stay? And I was looking at all kinds of different options and I was doing Airbnb because I didn't want to stay in a hotel because I really felt like I needed to be out kind of in the elements, if you will. And uh, this place that I'm staying at, I looked at many different ones, but this place, there was something about it when I saw the pictures, there was something in my heart that said, that's it. That's where you need to go. So that's how I made my way out here, um, listening to my intuition, right? A dream, a book, and uh, a message all got me here. Um, another thing that I've, I've realized, I've had a lot of trips actually out here to the West. Uh, several months ago, if you remember, I actually drove myself out to Montana uh, for a writing retreat. And then several weeks ago, I was in a different part of Idaho for uh, a retreat with a whole bunch of other people. And then I'm, I'm here in Wyoming. And one thing that I've realized is that being in the mountains energizes me. There's something about it. Um, being up here, it's like the spiritual connection for me is, is, a, a, it's just amplified. Uh, I have come up with so much content and been able to just write really, really fast. And so that's something I'm going to kind of keep in mind, uh, because in the future, as I'm kind of looking at doing different retreats and things to get work done, probably going to have to ha- include a mountain, right? Cause if that's the, the thing that works, that's the thing that works, Um, another thing I learned is that I need quiet. Um, and I'm not talking about, you know, put your sound canceling, um, headphones on or, you know, send the, the kids away to school or anything like that. But the quiet that is up here on this mountain is unlike any other. 
It's the kind of quiet where you can lay in bed at night and the only sound you hear is the blood kind of rushing through your ears. Okay. I can go outside. I can sit on the porch and for the first two, three hours before anybody kind of gets up and moving, um, it is so quiet. All you hear is the wind through the trees and a bird here and there. I need that. And I'm not talking, I need it all the time, (sighs) but man, I'm really going to have to think about how can I make sure I get that on a a more regular basis? Because I literally felt like the first morning I was here, my whole nervous system just said, ah, thank you. We needed this. And you don't realize how much sound there is around you all the time until you come to a place like this. Uh, I, I also love just being outside and, and watching the stars. Uh, you know, we don't, uh, up on a mountain, you don't tend to have the light pollution uh, and the population that you have uh, where I live. And so being able to be here and to be so connected to the moon and the stars, just a beautiful thing. Um, another thing that I found for myself, uh, you know, I, when I grew up, my mom, God bless her. She did the best she could. She did not realize uh, the, what she would do to her children by the things that she said. Um, but she always told me I was a horrible house cleaner. Uh, I wasn't a great cook. Um, I didn't know kind of how to take care of house, right? And as I grew up um, in college, actually, to, to be honest with you, I lived in a house um, that, that housed seven people at a time. And I actually had 32 roommates in college, if you can believe that. Uh, so some of the, sometimes people ask me what qualifies me to work with difficult and challenging people. Well, I had 32 roommates in college, so there you go. Um, but one of the things that I would do is every Wednesday we would host uh, a dinner. And anybody that was able and wanted to come over, uh, you know, bring a dish, and we'll just kind of have a little potluck. And I hosted it, so I cleaned everything before they came. I always cooked something, always cleaned up after. And, uh, you know, when I first got married, I was, I was the cooker and the cleaner too. Um, so it's not that I can't do it. Uh, but over time things really progressed, uh, you know, when you're, you're building a business and, you know, trying to put, put your strengths out there a little bit more than your weaknesses. Uh, and also a a big kind of, I guess, transition piece in my life was when I had my stroke And for two years, I mean, I couldn't even hardly take care of myself, let alone cook and clean. So somewhere along that line, uh, my husband, my children, even myself, other people have, uh, you know, we've just perpetuated this belief that Michelle can't cook or clean. She doesn't like to do that. She's not good at it. Somebody else should do that. And I realized, and it's not just this trip, because there's been several trips where I've I've had an individual um, experience. I realized actually just last night that uh, as I was kind of packing and everything to get ready to come out this morning, that every single time I have an individual trip, I buy healthy food. Like I, if I'm with the kids or my husband or something, you know, it's like junk food, right? But every time I am by myself, I, I always get healthy food. And it's not, not because I say I should, it's because that's what I want to eat. Um, and that was a really cool epiphany. And then, you know, obviously I'm here by myself. I've been cooking and cleaning several times every single day. 
And I have no issue with it. Actually, I really appreciate it. You know, here I am doing all my work and, and now I get an opportunity to take a break and, and, you know, go make a meal that I really like and enjoy. So it's not that I don't like cooking and cleaning. There's something else there that's causing me to not cook and clean at home. And so now I've got this thinking piece, you know, going forward as I go home, I'm going to, I'm going to pay attention to why am I not cooking and cleaning at home? Because it's not that I can't, or, and it's not that I don't like to, but there's something there. So in my reflection piece here, I've got something to think about. Maybe that doesn't have an action step yet, but I'm going to be on the, on the lookout. Um, as much as I like to be out in the, in the nature and, and the sun and, and the, uh, the moon and the stars and everything, I've realized that sitting in the sun is energizing to me. Um, just laying in the sun, I feel like it's almost like my battery is getting charged up. And so that's something that I'm going to keep as an action step when I go home is how can I sit in the sun more? Now it's going to get a little bit more challenging here in the next couple months because in the place where I live in Michigan, uh, you know, November comes and usually it gets very cloudy. Um, the snow starts to come. So it might be a little bit more challenging, but I'm really going to have to sit and think about how can I make sure I have the sun as a big part of my life every single day. Um, One of the things that has occurred this week too, you know, sometimes when you retreat, when you get away from people, when you are plugging into new ideas, you're studying, you're reflecting, writing out new ideas, um, sometimes those ideas come to you in an abrupt fashion. (laughs) Sometimes there's something that comes to you that you're just like, oh crap, now I got to deal with that, right? And Maybe it highlights, you know, uh, uh, a negative thing that has kind of popped up into your life and it's not the most pleasant thing, right? And when we're in our normal environment, one of the things that is very easy to do is to kind of switch that to the side and just go on with whatever's next on our to-do list, right? Oh, I don't have time to think about that right now. So we avoid it. So let me just, you know, uh, go, go feed the kids, go get them ready for school, do whatever I need to do. Right. Well, I don't have that here. And so I, I realized very quickly that some of these things were popping up and I thought, you know, I have a choice here. I can avoid, and sure, I've got a to-do list. I've got post-its galore here for this week. You know, the things that I, I finished, uh, throughout the, the week. So I could go on to the next thing and avoid it, or I could say, you know what, I have an opportunity right now to really kind of enter into that and figure out what does that mean to me? So I can either stop it and try to control it, or I can let it flow. And it's not been the most comfortable, but it really has been good because that's what I've needed to confront and think about. Uh, and some of those reflection times have provided some action steps for me going forward. Now, I'm not going to tell you all my action steps from here, but I will tell you this, that by, by not controlling those um, thoughts or ideas, uh, it's come to my uh, attention of things that I need to change. Um, and the last thing that I really, um, maybe it's not a learning, but it's more of a confirmation and definitely a gratitude piece for me. I am so glad that I have a mobile business now. 
you know, prior to COVID, I was doing, I, I had already started the podcast. So we were, we were already doing that. Um, but I was a hundred percent in person. That meant I was speaking and I was training all the time. Or if I was coaching, I was coaching on the phone. Um, and I was busy all the time. And now I've been able to really change the trajectory of my business serve more people, but do it in a way that I can do things like this week and still be working. You know, in order for me to take a week off to, you know, do something like this before COVID, um, it would have taken almost an act of God, right? Because my schedule was getting so packed that even, you know, 18 months ahead of time, I was having things be, be put on my schedule. So I couldn't just say, oh, in six months from now, I want to go and uh, take this week off because my calendar will be packed. So I've designed my life that I can be able to do these things where I can get tons of value for myself and growth so that I can serve more people and I can still keep my commitments, which is really, really important to me. So those are some of my key insights from this week. I mean, I have so many others, believe me, I've got ideas galore of what I want to do in the future. Uh, even just working on this book, um, that, that I'm putting together some stories, uh, more about the, the spiritual and emotional and mental kind of breakthroughs that I and my clients have had over the last year or so. Um, that's really exciting going into the future. So uh, of course I'll tell you more about that as, as we come through, but, I really just wanted to share that with you, not only the importance of, you know, listening to your intuition, um, but also how do you go about an experience like this and use reflection as your tool to know what are the things I want to act upon right now? What are the things that I might need to change or adjust? Um, I, I've even got some action steps of, of people to reach out and say, hey, I want to have a conversation with you. Uh, and then there's some stuff that's just there for thinking, right? So take advantage of every experience you have to know what to do from there. Um, so it would be a waste for me just to jump on this plane here in a minute and, uh, you know, not bring, bring my learning with me. All right. Hey, thank you so much guys for being with me. I really appreciate it. I hope that you found value in this today. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns, please reach out to me or, or any way that you feel like I can help you. Uh, I always put my, email in the description. So feel free to, to email me. I would love to chat with you. Okay. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.